Okay then, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session for Friday the 1st of September. Um, that's the first thing to just uh, bring to your attention is the start of, of September where we will be now um, from next week onwards we'll be coming, we'll be moving back into probably more, more normal market conditions where we're sort of uh, waving goodbye to that holiday season, uh, which is good. Um, the price action this week is a good representation really of uh, sort of a, f a pretty significant lack of um, volume and momentum in, in many ways. So um, we'll, we'll explain it as we go, but um, please see our risk warning currently up on screen. We're still in a couple of trades. Um, they just haven't really done an awful lot since we got into them. Um, not not too surprising to be fair okay so we'll break them those down for you in just a second um all profitable traders they need to consider of course which markets do we trade we need to have a means in which we identify where we likely to get the best opportunities then where do we enter and exit those markets how do we manage risk trade management is, is separate to risk management just for your information and trading psychology as well all very important features and we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with our levels, disciplined with our capital and uh, patience is a very important uh, skill to develop for, um, for traders as well. Okay, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So we want to see is there anything that's likely to impact any of our decision making? And the answer is yes. We've had softer jobs numbers coming through. Um, I suppose yesterday's unemployment claims was a little bit tighter than perhaps the markets were expecting, but only by 8,000 jobs, you know, nothing, nothing too significant there. If you go back to job jolt opening numbers on Tuesday, we're seeing significant softening in the number of jobs that are available to start with and then we had adp numbers coming in significantly below expectations so is that softening beginning to feed through the what the markets is currently pricing in is significant softening around 169,000 jobs to be added as you can see there the previous number was 187 and then the number before that um, um, was, you know, uh, a bit of a surprise for the market coming in 339,000. So um, you can see the overall trend is going down, but you are getting these little very significant blips. And I guess the market doesn't really know how to react to these things, but um, we shall find out today whether 
we, we've got a kind of a full market condition and whether these markets are now beginning to react uh, accordingly to, to these types of news events. And, and the reason why these job numbers are, um, are of significant importance at this time is down to the fact that the Fed need to see this softening in order to potentially sort of ease off their rate hikes. Um, they're trying to bring about, you know, less number of jobs added, um, less jobs available, uh, higher unemployment rates. So they're trying to actively bring that around because they know there's a delay with these rate hikes and, and that's the net result. So we're going to see how this market plays out. Average hourly earnings would be important as well. Is that in line with, with kind of inflation? <clears throat> or is it coming in above expectations uh, on inflation? And the unemployment rate as well is expected to remain really quite sticky. So let's see what sort of jobs report we get today. It is likely to... Uh, it's likely to... Um, impact these markets really quite significantly just just touching upon uh, this yield inversion between the two-year and the 10-year you can see the two years much much higher than the 10-year so um so you'll generate so there's more risks on the short term um the, the yield is higher um and but what's i suppose relatively interesting is the fact that the size of the inversion is actually lowering so you know go back two or three months we were up at 105 uh, basis points now we're looking at kind of 75 as things currently stand and it seems to be very very mildly narrowing and we've certainly bounced off that five percent level so we can keep an open mind regarding bond yields but um we do need to uh, to consider them somewhat. Okay, then. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. So, really, unfortunately, not not a huge amount to 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 shout about. Really, um, if we go back this week, we were back on Tuesday. We had a bit of an explosive move on on Tuesday afternoon from three o'clock onwards, and we've had a little bit of grinding price action to the upside but nothing of any significance and now it looks like we're, we're actually potentially rolling over to the downside now we wouldn't necessarily be too surprised of that going into non-farm payroll there's likely to be a, a significant market reaction today we we anticipate um regarding these non-farm payroll numbers so um you know the market looks like it's just sort of drifting sideways with, with relatively low volume now an interesting move yesterday um in the euro we we were seeing slightly higher inflation figures coming in across the board um europe looks like it's dealing with more of a stagflation type economy with uh with higher higher inflation lower growth uh, impacting the eurozone now, the, the solutions for the Eurozone are much, much different because of the makeup of the Eurozone. Um, so, yeah, challenging times ahead. We'll have to uh, see if this is just a short-term swing. I mean, you can see the price action really over the last um, you know, week or two. It, it, 
we're not making huge progress. We're, we're attempting a move to the downside. We're kind of pulling back. And this is why we couldn't buy this, this opportunity really on, on Wednesday, because Thursday we started to see some strong selling coming in, but there's still broadly a bit of a lack of clarity when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the yen. See, your yen is just in this long-term sideways pattern, not really making any major progress. Um, okay, so let's start with the S&P 500, just so that we get a bit of a, a bit of a handle. Um, we have this, this structural um, failure to the upside again on Tuesday. Uh, off the back of that jolt job openings number, we started to see these markets rally. They continued on Wednesday. Um, yesterday, we started to see new highs. We didn't get too far from our uh, take profit, but not quite getting up to that level. And now we're experiencing a little bit of a rollover to the downside. Now we do have on the daily time frame, we do have the, uh, the 50 period moving average kind of coming to meet it. Um, I suppose our stop loss is a little bit exposed in terms of sort of technical placement. Um, however, we still want to try and hold it going into non-farm payroll. So that's kind of our net position. A, a bit of a bearish engulfing yesterday uh, on the, the Dow Jones. We're rolling over into strong support. So we might see if we get further upside today. And then next week, if these markets do start to roll over to the downside, then perhaps we can start looking at them slightly differently. But we're, we're really wanting to shake off, you know, the, the, the summer market conditions. And uh, we want to see what this true direction for these markets actually are, because it's a little bit kind of unclear at the minute. Um, the DAX, the FTSE, we're up at these sort of elevated highs. There is this little structure failing to the upside. The question is, will that structural failure trade hold? It looks like it's kind of holding currently, but you know, you could easily see these markets rolling over to the downside. Uh, Bitcoin, we're now, we had a bit of a spike to the upside, which is now sort of rolled over to the downside again. We're back to 26,000. Um, it's just a horrible market to even consider trading. Um, okay, commodities. So we do like oil. We, we must acknowledge we're kind of in this little sideways pattern. Um, our bias absolutely is to the upside. We were kind of looking at it this week. Uh, but if we just record we just record these highs. The problem we have with this is that there's an awful lot of consolidation. Uh, sorry, there's an awful lot of resistance around these relative highs. So we want to see if oil markets can actually break out of these ranges. And maybe next week we'll get, you know, an opportunity to get in above $84. It does seem quite high, but there is a supply side constraint running through these markets. Um, and uh, we're probably likely to see further upside, which would be a bit of a bit of a problem for the US if we start to accelerate significantly higher. But we, we still have some strong resistance to try and navigate. 
and at the moment it's looking positive but could um could easily roll back over to the downside so we want to just wait for sort of a better quality entry really on the trade so gold um you'd have to say there's probably at the moment we're in a mini downtrend because we've got a series of lower lows as this market pushes lower and also lower highs and the question is is this little bit of price action here kind of another lower high and will we get the dollar begin to, to strengthen so that's really a question we can ask all of these markets is the dollar really going to strengthen from here um, i suppose the ultimate answer is we don't know um it's kind of a lack of clarity as such and we haven't made much progress in three days and um, so and we've got today's non-farm payroll numbers coming out which are likely to just have a significant impact in these markets so these markets which are um it's looking like dollar strength as we saw on tuesday completely flipped off the back of the jobs numbers and we think they're probably likely to do the same this afternoon uh, we shall see whether our initial bias is correct so that's why we're a bit hesitant in the in terms of the the dollar buy trade we prefer now to be looking for opportunities on the dollar sell trade the problem with that is we don't really have decent quality setups just yet and this this week has been a bit on the wishy-washy side i mean the aussie dollar trade is a really good example of, of pretty much what's happened over the last three days it's just been a, a nothing market so it's a bit of a shame probably not ultimately too surprised about it same situation with the um with the new zealand dollar but we've not really had that much progress in any of these markets all we seem to have done is pretty much retraced the early part of the week's moves and um, so a distinct lack of clarity but so what that means is we can probably focus more attention on the u.s indices um euro pound in a sideways pattern it looks like we're finding a little bit of a bid now this morning uh, it's just a poor quality opportunity it doesn't really it's hard to to rate it as a, as a viable high probability trade and we've had a strong pullback yesterday in the euro yen Will we get an opportunity to start buying at these lower levels we've we've only pulled back into support yes inflation is a problem yes growth is a problem um will it shake it off and uh will we start seeing some more euro strength there's just a few little question marks in this market and the volume of volatility over the last few days has, has been very much up and down so what does that mean for us it means we don't really have the market conditions that are ideal for us in the way that we trade you know we're not scalpers we're not looking for a 5 10 10 pip winner um we're looking for um you know a proper sort of trading setup to try and execute and we haven't had too many opportunities this week now we are just back from our holidays as well so we're kind of easing ourselves into these markets but this week is not the week to be ultra aggressive. If you can be um, a little bit more patient, it will probably pay off 
um, you know, we're only really now at our entry price um, and um, getting into this on, on Wednesday when we had this little breakout to the upside. And like we said yesterday, we did get quite close to, to the highs. Um, yeah, we're only kind of 10, 11 points away from, um, from booking in profit on the trade. And, and that's really what we would have liked to have got out of this trade is just a little, you know, a little winner to get the week off to, um, to a good start. And, um, yeah, it, it'll be what it will be. We're quite happy to hold it going into today. Non-farm payroll numbers, if they come in line with market expectations or lower, then we'll probably see this market significantly rally and maybe it still will be uh, a winner. But we're not blessed with, um, you know, fantastic opportunities. The, the Dow Jones is giving us that little sort of bullish engulfing candles, sorry, bearish engulfing candlestick, which would imply a bit of a sell trade. But that would be counter to um, to our U.S. indice trades. So, um, more question marks, unfortunately, than than kind of verified answers. Uh, as a result, what does that mean for our trade plan? It means it's quite limited. Going into today's um, so mild risk on, uh, we've got. We've got indecisive, um, decisive market conditions. And build up to uh, US non-farm payroll numbers due out. Okay, so it's just giving you a little bit of a market summary. So, um, we don't really have much to work with. What's our position on the dollar? Um, it's currently dollar strength. So we're not really don't have any much, much kind of clarity on it. Okay, let's um, we'll certainly take away the euro yen. That was a non-starter yesterday. Further S&P 500 strength post on farm payroll. Of numbers in there, just to clarify. Uh, further NASDAQ strength post. So this is really a trade plan for what we're anticipating, not so much is there an opportunity right now? No, there isn't. The, the price action is not is not great. So do bear that in mind. Let me post this into the chat box, guys. And of course, thank you very much for joining us as always. Um, if you've got any questions, happy to answer them. Um, the narrative side, I mean, we're wanting to trade this risk on trade. That's kind of, you know, underlining our, our, our decision making really is uh, risk on, indices higher, 
We want to see that dollar soften, it, although the last couple of days it hasn't done so. Uh, bond yields are kind of still slowly grinding lower and commodity prices are, are kind of squeezing higher. So all of it can fit together. It's just we haven't really had much drivers, lower volume. It makes it a bit of a sort of a, a wet sort of market condition, so not great. Any questions, happy to answer them, guys. Um, look, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, if uh, we do trade these markets, of course, live every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session. And then we're back again for the U.S. trading session open uh, from 12.45 p.m. These are all U.K. times, by the way. For more information, just go to thelivetrading.com. Uh, and any questions, uh, feel free to get back to us. Great stuff, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.